Welcome back to No Nonsense Fitness, the podcast that doesn't beat around the bush when it comes to your health, fitness, and nutrition. Sit back and relax for an hour as we spill the beans on tips and tricks we've picked up from helping countless people reach their goals of getting stronger and slimming down. We promise not to bore you with sciencey jargon or make you feel bad for that pizza you ate last night. Instead, we'll serve up some real talk and practical advice to help you become the best version of yourself without sacrificing that pizza. So put down that donut and join us as we guide you through towards a healthier, happier, and hopefully less doughy you. Okay, welcome back to No Nonsense Fitness. Uh, I'm joined today with Heather by... Heather and Alan, uh, this will be part of our our mindset series. A um, little bit of a, what do you call it, um, uh, homework first for everybody. We uh, we need subscribers. That we do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, so if you can uh, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on Spotify, probably be better if I knew that. Um, Spotify <laughs> and Apple, and uh, we can build our base. Um Quick thing I wanted to mention, I, as you guys know, I walk to work, and uh, so I have uh, time to reflect and to see things, and I was walking past somebody that is going to work right now, and uh, they were in, and this is where we are right now at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, and unless they're Alan who works overnight, I cannot forgive this, he was eating a bag of chips in his car at 8 o'clock in the morning before work. <laughs> it's that's very difficult for me to 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 uh, there's not any good reason for that that's a bad one mm-hmm. like that's a bad one right <clears throat> uh like i don't know how there's no way to be healthy in that, with that situation no and and for it to be one of the first things that you put into your body during the day with all that the extra calories extra fat yeah i can't imagine that his energy level would be yeah. High, You're right? Maybe temporarily, but then he's gonna crash. Well, and no, it's just it doesn't like when I talk about fitness and mm-hmm. food, I think of how it serves you, and that mm-hmm. one does not serve you. Yeah, it doesn't serve you, Alan. I won't talk. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's because my my day essentially starts with uh, like a apple Danish. Yeah, apple Danish and a stroop waffle. Yeah, with a Mountain Dew. So yeah, that's wow. that's yeah. That's, I mean, and uh, but. I'll eat that, and then maybe one other meal a day. Mm-hmm. That, but that's for me. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so, and this was a this person was probably a mechanic. Uh, I'm trying to not really throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he's probably a mechanic. He's probably f- fairly, you know, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, active at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not. It's more. To me, it's more about the mindset of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, like I said, this would be mindset stuff. But the mindset of eating potato chips as your thing isn't great. Uh, the Danish is like, it's funny because like, like if we go back in history and we look at like, how did, how did we start eating dessert basically mm-hmm. for breakfast? For breakfast, right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, but you know, 
I, I, but I would have a bigger problem with the Mountain Dew anyways. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you're trying. Oh, absolutely. It's, it, yeah, like I'm thinking about it. Well, the thing is with Alan is I see you every day in here working out. Mm-hmm. So all the extra calories and sugar that you're putting in your body, in, you know, so you, it, you it, seem to probably be wearing some of that off. But I, I, I wonder how you're doing... After you have the Mountain Dew and the Danish, and after that, oh, I don't you crash. Know, do you crash? No? no, no, I don't crash. I've never been like that. Yeah. Like I was that high schooler that would drink the giant monster cans. Mm-hmm. I probably had two of those a day. Really? And I could still go right to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's yes, I I can burn that off. But it it is something I've been trying to change. Mm-hmm. Like I went to Dunkin's this morning. Mm-hmm. Normally I would have sandwiches and this that, but I had been working a mm-hmm. lot yeah. to get those sandwiches out. Yeah. So today, just a coffee. I don't actually normally drink coffee. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. a coffee guy. Hmm. But today I'm like, eh, I'm going to be talking. I need coffee. <laughs> it's funny, the whole, like, you're talking about the Red Bulls and stuff. They, like, they didn't really, they did, they did not come out until I was a, an adult. Yeah. Um, so the first, like, thing for Red Bulls for me was actually, what do they call them? Um... I forget what they were called. They were Red Bulls and Jaeger, 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 Jaeger Bombs. I was just going to say that was my experience <laughs> yeah. with Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was doing a Jaeger Bomb. Right. That's so I'm like, it. we're like full, bl- I we're yeah. like full blown adults by that yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I, it's like, but that, like, it, it sort of dovetails with the whole idea of the mindset because it, like, if you're eating or whatever you're doing, if it's preparing you for the day, that's good. The problem with what you're talking about when, when we talk about, like, um, I, when I think of foods, like, um, any type of, like, dessert type food. Right. Um, is that, like, this is tough. It takes a long time to get to this point where you're thinking about it this way. But, like, it, like there's no, there's nothing that that is doing for you. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's literally doing nothing there's for There's no... Proteins, there's no yep. vitamins, there's none of that. And it feeds your short-term mm-hmm. um, uh, glucose stuff, so it right. doesn't even, like, unless you're literally eating it and then doing sprints, right. it's it's yep. not going to work, mm-hmm. you know? So there's, like, so there's like no service for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, like, it's one of those foods that, like, if we were, like, we were talk- you, um, Heather was talking about her, uh, her, her recent encounter with a prepper. Yeah. And um and uh and we're in and the idea being that uh I, I for me it's like all right if after like something happened some sort of mm-hmm. doomsday event you would only have the things that serve you, right? right. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't you would get rid of all the things that don't serve mm-hmm. you. So that like any like to me desserts would just go right out the it's, window. It's oh, yeah. funny <laughs> that you mentioned that because I was talking to the prepper of course mm-hmm. my mind is just going crazy and I kept thinking, well, if you know the you know, the bottom drops out of out of the world and our life drastically changes. Well, I guess I won't have to worry about losing weight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, there's there's one positive, I guess. I'll be pretty skinny, you know, because, you know. Yeah, it would eliminate what do you have? Yeah, yeah, it would eliminate true. a lot. Yeah, there'd be a whole big a whole that bunch of That would be the problems. only positive thing that I could think of. And I kind of made myself chuckle. I was like, well, that would solve that, but. It's actually it's funny. Crazy. What we should do, we should have homework. Uh, what is it? Uh, what do they do on um, uh, America's Funniest Video? Uh, Assignment America. <laughs> All right. So let's. So everybody go out and watch a uh, end of the world show or movie, yeah. 
and see if you see any overweight people. There shouldn't be any overweight <laughs> exactly. people. Exactly. <laughs> nope. Um, but, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, it's hard to get people to think about food as just being fuel. You know, like the gas no, for your body definitely. engine. Definitely. It's hard to change that because that's not the way we were brought up. But, but you know, I'm 60 and I look back at, at my parents and what they had to do for their food mm-hmm. is so different. The things weren't available that we eat now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, th- we were talking about this, uh, I guess it was in the afternoon, so neither of you guys were there. Somebody was saying that um, we look younger at 50 now than our the generation before right. us and somebody said well it's because we don't smoke <laughs> and, I was like, and uh, i was like but uh but the but it it's also um the food is uh, the food has changed right so like we might not be we might look younger but we're all more bigger <laughs> right we're we're yes bigger and you know younger looking because of some of the things that we do yeah but, but you can so like you want to i'll I'll, I can dovetail you into this really easily because there's the two things that I would say that have radically changed. So we all know, like, if you look at a professional baseball, mm-hmm. um, they, as a sport, they're, they're like not like the pitchers of health, but they're, you know, they, over the years they've gotten healthier. But the, but the biggest one that's changed is your sport. Yep. It's like, I mean, with the very, there's like three exceptions to the rule in golf that like from the old people, mm-hmm. the old times that were in good shape, Arnold, Jack and um, Gary Player. Yep. Like they're the three exceptions to the rule of like way back players that were in really good shape. Ironically, they were all like, you know, cream of the crop. But, mm-hmm. um, so, but the rest of them were, you know, I don't want to say like slovenly. I don't want to mm-hmm. say that. Just like average guys. Um, you look at the players now, and we and Alan and I talk about this a lot. They are jacked. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all in like fantastic shape. They all, I guarantee, they eat more like LeBron James and stuff now than right. they do. You know, they they know exactly what's going into mm-hmm. their bodies, so that they can that it's of service to them. And then you were telling me about that with uh, what's his name? He gained all the weight. Oh and then, yeah, Bryson. Yeah. yeah, he like all of, like through COVID, he just worked out. Ate a crap ton of good calories, mm-hmm. protein-based calories, and bulked up big time. He probably gained 100 to 150 pounds, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And then I think he realized that wasn't too good. And mm-hmm. so he cut back and he's lost a good chunk of it now. Yeah. He, but his like main goal was like build strength and build speed and hit mm-hmm. the ball a long, long way. Well, that helped out a little bit, Yeah, mm-hmm. but not... It's so funny, too, because it's like, it's like a renaissance, right? Like, we go, like, if you look at professional football, um, those guys, like, if you look at, like, there's a great story. I forget his name, but it's a great story of uh, the Green Bay Packers, the first Super Bowl. Um, the, the, I forget his name, but he was a running back or tight end. Anyway, stole the show. Um, he was drunk the night before because he didn't think he was playing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's just like. And, like, you know, you, when I was a kid, like, little, little kid, you know, you, you, my dad would tell me stories about, oh, you know, uh, so-and-so, he plays for the Red Sox, but um, his real job yeah. is, you know, he's selling cars or whatever, yeah. you know. And that's, <clears throat> and that's like, so it's changed like that. Um, basketball is the same. It used to become, it used to be, the, they were in basketball shape. Now they're, like, 
you know, it's just all around right. athletic right. shape. Right, 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 right. Well, and you talk it, about them having a second job. Well, now they don't need to have a second job. Right. Well, they second. Get, they, they have a second job. Yeah. It's it's making sure that their bodies their bo- are in exactly. It, it, so yeah. it's different. The dynamic is yeah. different. Uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, and that's uh, I mean that's good. It, it's it's tricky for like health though because mm. people wrestle with like it gives sort of gives people an out because they're like well we can't be like them they uh you know they're 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 different yeah they have all this money they have personal right. people yeah. they have all this stuff so people are like well i can't we can't do that yeah. of course you can do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean it's not that's like it's it's silly yeah. um all right we'll be right back we'll talk about spring cleaning okay we're back and uh so we're gonna talk about Spring cleaning. It's that time of year, right? It is that time of year. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do some spring cleaning. I have, like, everywhere I could do spring cleaning. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, five different places that I could spring clean. You know, it, it's funny how we call it spring cleaning. So what were we doing the rest of the year? Yeah. We're making a mess. Making a mess. Making a mess because, mm-hmm. you know, we feel like winter. My mom would always say, oh, I love when winter comes because... I, I don't have to do as much. It would be her time, you know, it's dark, early. It would be her time to kind of slow down a little bit. So she loved when fall came around in winter because she she felt like, ah, oh, like she could take a break. That's the exact opposite. Exact. Like, I can't, I, yeah. I can't think of how opposite that is to my brain. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it is, I'm like, now I'm limited. Mm-hmm. I'm so limited mm-hmm. because there's so much time that I don't have, mm-hmm. like, in the, in the daylight hours. I think her mindset was that okay, there's there's gardening mm-hmm. to do, there's canning to do, um, and then there's wood to cut because mm-hmm. we, you know, lived with, you know, that's how we heated our house. Mm-hmm. So there were all these other things that you know needed to be done before this particular time, you know, before the big freeze set in. Mm-hmm. That it, you know, she was always constantly busy and on the go. So okay. she saw it as a way to just. <sighs> slow down take a breather yeah you know and and knit or whatever yeah. you know that would be her you know relaxing time okay yeah no, and i know you and i sean talked about it before but it's like now's the time people are being like yeah no i'm gonna be doing more i'm gonna yeah. be walking the dog outside yeah. doing this doing yeah. that and it's mm-hmm. just like well, if you didn't do it during the winter yeah right you're probably not gonna do it now exactly exactly mm-hmm. and agree it, it's one of those why when I think about spring cleaning everybody pictures picking up the yard doing mm-hmm. that but nobody thinks about cleaning up either their routines their mm-hmm. mental space they right. don't take care of that they'll take care of the physical things that are that look good yeah but the things that actually matter to make you feel good right they don't touch right yeah yeah in 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 lifting we you can it's not always, but a lot of times we'll do lifting seasonally, so you have you sort of plan out your your um, your year according or your say a better way if you sort of plan your goals by the seasons. So like traditionally, winter time is the time that you act, you know you you're looking to bulk, you're looking mm-hmm. to put on more muscle, um, and then the spring cleaning comes and you got to shed all that weight. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. so, but it's like it's it's true. It's like it's there's a a lot of people use the the seasons to to for a way of you know a, a plan to plan yeah. um but yeah if you were i couldn't agree more if you were saying you know 
first of the year comes or spring comes, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, the it's yeah, you're automatically, to me, mm-hmm. setting yourself up to fail. Um, so. Yeah, and people, people, well, there are all different types of people out there, right? And some people clutter, like their home or their lives, because of other reasons. It could be anxiety, could be depression, could be, you know, all kinds of things as to why people people clutter but then once the clutter's there it becomes such an overwhelming thing in your brain mm-hmm. that you just look at it and ignore it mm-hmm. because it's it's just too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can't continue and go on so you feel like it's this this massive job to 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 fix to fix it yeah and you get and then it ends up being a stressor mm-hmm. um and like and then so I, like we have um we have some stuff in the basement that has to go, so it would be our declutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, so I always think every time, I uh, like, uh, every time I think about it, I'm like, I need to pull it all out mm-hmm. and get, just get rid of it. Um, but that's not the way it works for my wife. So she's like, well, every time you pull it out, it's just, you know, it doesn't go anywhere, and then we just have to put it back in. Mm-hmm. And um, so like, it's a stress thing for both of us. Um, without a good way to resolve it but um so, so like, why do you think it doesn't go anywhere uh, you pull it out and then different it doesn't reasons go anywhere. uh there's emotional attachments there is absolutely it. i was just yeah. gonna say that yeah. we do um, we tend to get very emotional to things especially if they're things that either someone gave us as a gift or if it belonged to someone else yeah. or we think when we got it that you know it was adding to our lives yeah. So to to come to the realization that well that really didn't add to my life creates all additional stress because yeah. what if you spent a lot of money on it yeah you know mm-hmm. then you're like well I can't get rid of that because I just spent right. you know a truckload of money on this thing but it's not really enhancing my life it's not really doing anything for me mm-hmm. but I hang on to it just because of that reason so I would say the, the here's the thing and I think about this with like different hobbies too mm-hmm. so george and i were talking about supplements the other day on, on a different segment of the podcast and we were saying you have to try that stuff out like excuse me you have to you have to take what we call a supplement vacation mm-hmm. so if you're on protein for a while you need to in order to make sure it's working you need to vacation from it for a week mm-hmm. or two if you feel, if you don't feel any different or whatever you know if you don't see any difference then then they're either you have to try you need a different mix or right? whatever right mm-hmm. um and I think about that, like, so with gadgets, golf is like the king of gadgets. <laughs> it really is, right? Or and um, well, no, golf and weight loss really are like the or mm-hmm. fitness or whatever, are like the king of gadgets. And so, like, I saw the Peloton ad the uh, last night, and it, it got me thinking because it says, um, the you know, for our generation, when uh, for it, what Heather and I were born in the aughts, right? The to, Nineteen hundred ago, yeah, um, in the nineteen hundreds. So, uh, so when the um, when the treadmills, remember when the treadmills really, really were everybody bought treadmills. And the and, ski that. Was oh, that Nordic thing? track. The Nordic track, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, so the, to me, that's really those. They became a, a clutter thing mm-hmm. because a nice clothes it, hanging rack. Right. Yeah, and like, if that thing is sitting there <laughs> doing no service to you, then it has to. You have to take a. You have to take a hard look at that and say, you, "What am I? What am I holding on to that for?" Well, you and look at it. If they weren't, they weren't cheap. And yeah. then you look at it, and then it becomes a clothes hanger. But then every time you walk by it, 
your energy goes down because you look at it and go, hmm, geez. Yeah. I should really, I should really, you know, I should really do that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, it's and great. It's just, and like I said, I saw the... It's, it's demotivating. I, I saw really. the uh, Peloton commercial. Mm -hmm. And the Peloton commercial, it's got... It's, uh, sometimes I really, I want to stand up and congratulate uh, marketing people, you know? Right. They, the Peloton commercial says, it gives you the reasons. It's, it's just saying what they aren't. Mm -hmm. by what they think they hear on the street, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, it's just another treadmill. It's just a place to hang your clothes. And they then they say, that's, you know, that's bullshit. 92% mm -hmm. of people are still using it. Which, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's an elitist um, mm -hmm. fitness fad, yeah. right? And uh, and they're like, no, it's not blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, it, you know, it, they go through all these things. And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're literally saying, to me, they're literally saying what they are. Yeah. And they're they're making people think that, yeah, that's that's it's true. Different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Um, but of course, in it's elitist fitness. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. Right. And um, the reason I said about the, the how I think about this is like clutter, right? Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. and and check this out. You've seen this before. You get to the uh, range or you get to the course, and this guy or girl, whatever. Um, usually it's guys though. Um, <laughs> we'll have like. Every, like their their bag will pull out and they got like every gadget sticking out of it. Yeah. Every you know they'll you know and uh and and to me I've only ever seen one that I actually thought really was uh, the um crap but of course I can't remember the name <laughs> the one that with the one that hinges. Oh, the Medicus. Yeah, the Medicus. Thank you. Yeah. I, I actually well, it has that, a cool name. Yeah. And I actually think it really does. It like what I have. do? I, you it, it makes sure that your swing is in plane and on tempo. And getting you into like the right positions where you are in the swing because it gives. Is it something that you put on the club? No, no, it is. It, it, it essentially is a club. Oh. That gives immediate feedback oh, okay. by well, if that you're makes sense. if you're in a wrong position, it yeah. essentially breaks Beep. it. Oh. Because it, it's got like a couple hinges on it. Oh. And so if you're wrong position, boop. Well, <laughs> can't hit it anymore because well, it broke. so what do you, what do I have to do? To well, yeah. And like to I know we're on podcast, huh. so, so if you. So if I'm demonstrating it, because I have one, right? And uh, if if you're demonstrating, the the funniest thing is with people with terrible swings is that the takeaway mm -hmm. when they when most people go way too fast and it immediately immediately will the hinge will happen <laughs> and you're like yeah you're you're already going too fast and huh. uh, so but I'm not making an ad for Medicus uh, <laughs> but uh, actually they, but like there's so many other things out there that have that are no service to you. Mm. I had a friend that had the chip in the backyard net and um and he'd be sitting there with uh, styrofoam balls and the and the chipping thing and he was the worst short game player i've ever seen mm -hmm. and i'm like how many uh, how long <laughs> how long do you spend doing that i'm like doing it all day mm. that's really helping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but um but that's sitting there cluttering up his basement mm -hmm. you know uh so uh, if you if you if you have a bunch of stuff that you don't that right. doesn't work or doesn't use yeah maybe you should get rid of it well, I was, um, the, my grandchildren were at the house this weekend, and they're um, seven, seven and five, well, soon to be five, and, you know, to keep them entertained, so I have all this, you know, crafts, paint, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but I was thinking about how, when you either want to take on a new hobby, like whether it's golf or, or whatever, crafts, you got to buy all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to make sure that you have what you need to do whatever you want. And then, you know, you make this one thing, which means 
more of this type craft material and then you go oh i'd like to try that and then you go and you have all this kind of craft material mm -hmm. and then before you know it your whole my whole closet's full of this stuff yeah. that well i'm sick of making this thing right so mm -hmm. that's not useful to me anymore yeah but i hang on to it well, just in case right. you know i might need something to do something else think about but like it's, the but it's crazy you think about the pandemic mm -hmm. and uh people starting hobbies and they probably bought all this stuff and yeah. like you know and then and then you buy it and you didn't do it and you're like oh that thing's making me feel bad yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. or like um and this was during the the pandemic at christmas time i said well I needed something to keep busy and I started to make like Christmas Christmassy things mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it just started piling up and I'm like well what the heck am I gonna do with all this stuff now <laughs> what am I going into business mm -hmm. you know or, or whatever but it it became sort of all-consuming and then I'm looking at it going what in the world are you doing yeah yeah you know and then it then, so then it, it all lands in a box uh... and then what do you do with the stuff in the box mm -hmm. So, you know, well, that Christmas, everybody I knew got something, but, you know, so there's that. But there were still lingering leftovers in a thing, and I just look at it, and it doesn't make you feel good because now all the stuff that you had fun creating is just collecting dust, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you really need to think about those things before you start something. It's like um, we were just talking about somebody else was moving. I was saying, I used to, when I was a, in my, when I was a younger person, I used to love moving day. It was like my favorite day because I would just throw everything away. Right? <laughs> you know, that's that's a big deal because I had this I had this huge home in Freiburg, and and we were selling it, and I got rid of literally I got rid of everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And so so then you know moved into a tiny apartment, but now I have a house, and it bothers me that, you know, it was empty, right? Got some new stuff, put it all in there, and now I look at the closets and mm. go, oh, where'd all that stuff <laughs> okay. come from? Or the garage. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, you right. know, and it can quickly become out of control. Yeah. You know, and our brain actually craves um, order, yeah. right? It doesn't crave all, all the clutter that happens because it's... It takes away, it's it's draining, really. It drains your energy mm -hmm. because, again, every time you walk by your clutter spot or something like that, it creates negative feelings mm -hmm. and emotions. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, your energy goes down and the stress gets higher. And you all know when stress gets high, cortisol level goes mm -hmm. up. And then, you know, for women, the, all this belly fat happens. Mm -hmm. And then we're even more miserable. Yeah. But we still continue to, to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of it's nesting, right? Mm -hmm. There's a nesting part of that, for, especially for women. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I, I could, you, you know, I have, I'm guilty of it, uh, of stuff too. You know, like uh, I have, a, I have a lot of shoes. I could probably get rid of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, and uh, but like, I, I think that when it when it starts to prevent you from enjoying something right right that's when it's probably a problem right um I, and and i think that like if if it sits if it's sitting there and you're not doing anything about it then it's probably an issue too I, that's, is, what's, what's that thing sure. i it doesn't i've tried it before but like um 
you know, like, I, I forget who's, where it comes from, but, like, you take, like, your drunk drawer, mm-hmm. and you put it in all, take it out, put it all in a box, and then, like, set it aside, and if you don't use, if you don't take anything out of that drawer, I mean, out of that box for the next six weeks, then it should just yeah, be all thrown away. Go. Yeah. Um, it's a good idea. Yeah. Until you need that one thing six yeah. weeks and one exactly. day afterwards, and they're like, yeah. crap. Yeah, but by then you probably bought a new one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I was reading something um, that said, if you live in a cluttered space, you're you're two times more likely to eat a chocolate bar than an apple. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It is interesting. Um, and people that have cluttered homes are seventy-seven percent. Um, it's seventy percent higher that 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 person will be overweight. Yeah. That you know, what is that? You could chicken or egg that one. Yeah. You know, to me, because it's like it might. I mean, I will say I did no thorough research on that. It was just something that I read. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah. well, that's interesting. But think about it. You know, when you watch that god awful hoarding show, mm-hmm. you know, the the people are. For the mm-hmm. most part, well, know, and that's overweight. what I'm. That's why I chicken or egg it because mm. I, I think it. <laughs> okay, let me let me go at this a different way. Uh, I have a friend that owns storage units, mm-hmm. and he is basically printing money. Mm-hmm. So, so we can say the first thing that's happening is that there's like a it's the consumerism, the consumer mm-hmm. culture is like completely rampant. It's mm-hmm. out of control. So people just buy, and I, <clears throat> excuse me. I saw a guy on TV, he was talking about his rent being too high, <clears throat> and it was, I think he was in, I don't know where he was, city, one of the cities closer to Boston, okay, <clears throat> and he was like 3000 a month, kids were gone, mm-hmm. he was paying 3000 a month in rent, and he had two storage units as well, and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to downsize my apartment so I can pay less rent and get another storage unit. What do you do with the storage units? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and uh, and like, it, to that's to me that's like a you you you're it's like a ransom. You're yeah. paying a ransom. Yeah, exactly. For something you might go visit one day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I got this guy that I know, and he's like I said, he's printing money. Yeah. He's making money, and, and and I'm like, how do I get into that business? Yeah. Um, and I you see them popping up everywhere. Yeah. Not a lot of overhead. Right. You know, uh, so, <clears throat> so, so we got rampant consumerism mm-hmm. and then you take on the, so let's go, the person doesn't feel well already because they're overweight mm-hmm. or under healthy, whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. Uh, so what, what can make you feel good if you're not, what can make the, uh, endorphin rush happen? Buying stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Temporary <laughs> fix. Yeah. Uh, so then you, all right, so that. Let's or close. even eating stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah of course. Yeah. So let's close the circle, right? Then you say, okay, so what makes you feel bad? Uh, bad mm. stuff. So yeah. let me put it in a storage unit. Yeah. I was just, just going <laughs> to mention that um, that very thing that, you know, we buy things to, and either we feel it's going to enhance our lives or we do a job that will enhance our lives. But if we're buying things that enhance our life or make our home feel better and more comfortable and we keep buying things because it is a temporary fix and then you've bought so much stuff, now you've got all this clutter, 
Well, what we need to realize is when we do start to declutter, your energy level and your life's happiness will go mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. because all of that stuff that you bought that wasn't needed isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you really have to take it in small steps. Yeah. You know, so what do you think? A, do a corner at a time or something along those lines. But so I do bad with that. Mm -hmm. I'm bad at that part. I'm bad. I'm like, I call those Joe piles. Joe, Joe, Joe makes piles. It's Joe piles. <laughs> I'm bad at the taking or he, on. Or if something's bit. a flat surface, there, there's got to be, you know, stuff <laughs> on it. I'm a less is more. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. less to dust. Yeah. Less to do all that. I think so. I like <laughs> if I'm gonna like your advice is your, your advice is start small, right? Yeah. But I that's where I struggle. I oh like, yeah, I never start small. Yeah. I go big or go home. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't do well with it. And like it's funny because it's not me. It's mm -hmm. not excuse me. It's not just me. Like I I that's something I have I struggle with too. Is like the, I'm not the only part of the equation. Right. So just doing if I just do it my way doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, some people, some people can work and really thrive on the chaos of that clutter. Like, for example, if you see someone's office desk, right, and well, it's that's... super messy, those people are probably a little bit more innovative because they're, they're not afraid to, you know, challenge the norm or do process or, or those types of things. So that, you know, and if you ask them where something was, they usually can find exactly where it is on their desk that's me and on on the flip side i would call you a squiggle because you use a different side of your brain than than most people mm. but that's where you strive in chaos but where the person that has that neat and tiny super organized desk they're the person that if you needed to do a project um they would stick to the plan they wouldn't necessarily think outside of the box mm -hmm because they're very structured and disciplined and, and all of that. But if you want someone to really come up with the new things and that, look for someone that has a cluttered desk mm -hmm. because they're going to think outside of the box. Yeah, no, in that, most cases. That aptly describes me. I'm yeah. A, I'm a squiggle. You're a squiggle. I'm a squiggle. In my mind. So one of my <laughs> previous jobs, I was the shipping receiving lead for a aerospace company. Mm -hmm. And I was the only one in that building that knew how to do international hazmat shipping. Mm -hmm. And that is a mess <laughs> to try to deal with. So that that's my desk yeah. had sticky notes all over the place. Yeah. Had these papers, this paper, this paper. Yeah. Japan does this. Australia does that. So I had stuff strewn everywhere. Yeah. But I knew exactly where it was. Yeah. And then someone move it and be like, "Where is it?" Yeah. And so I would I would look for you to come up with a new way to do something. You'd be like my solution person. Mm. You know, because you wouldn't be afraid to go, oh, well, let's try this or let's try that. Mm. Whereas if I had a project that was completely structured out and built and I needed to hit to be followed to a T but get done on time, then that I would look for that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that person. I'm, I, I'm definitely, I can do ideas better than I can, like, uh, follow the mm -hmm. system. Right. Uh, I, I, what's funny is that I like systems. Um and once I have one, I can, mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty good at it, but like, uh, getting them, getting the systems implemented, I, is where I struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm an old person, so I know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, well, it's true. You get to know yourself pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's, it's, you know, that it, it's good not to solve it. Right. 
I have a, a list of things that about starting your own business or being in your own business. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and one of the first things it says is know your strengths and know your weaknesses. And when you find out those weaknesses, hire somebody. <laughs> exactly. And it's good to have every type of person on your team. If you want, if you want to be really successful, you know, you, you definitely need the squiggle, but you definitely need the someone that's what I call, um, well, it's, it's, um, something I had read and done in college. It was called psychogeometrics, how people, you know, fit into different categories. Well, the box would be someone that's extremely structured and, you know, driven to do things by the book. And so you'd want that person to keep you on track, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, you right. want the squiggle right. to be innovative and come up with all those ideas. And then you'd want the circle. The circle is the, you know, the one that's going to bring all the good things to eat and, you know, keep your team fed. <laughs> all those fun things. Those right? are the people that I, that I tell people to stay away from. I know, right? <laughs> the muffin bringers. Yeah. 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 The, 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 uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't like, that's what <laughs> I was like, um, when I, 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 I'll just quick aside. Um, when I used to do a lot of small groups, um, I would listen to them sometimes. Like I'd be like, you know, in the other part of the gym and I'd be like, I listen. I'm like, why is everybody talking about food over here all the time? It was so, I'm like, mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're in the gym trying to lose weight and they talk about food the whole yeah. time. And they'd be talking about, oh, I got, a, I got, I have a party this weekend. I'm bringing this. I'm bringing this. I'm like, and I'm like, and I would walk around and I'd be like, you know what? I'm not thinking about food. <laughs> Stop thinking about food. Yeah. There's <laughs> so a lot of those people out there that that's their, that's their thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, I feel bad because like it is their thing. You're yeah. right. And I'm like, yeah, of course they have a problem losing weight. They're thinking about food all the time. Yeah. They're thinking about the next meal. And I'm always like, well, I'll figure it out. If it's not already figured out for me, it, like, <laughs> like if I hadn't already decided, like in the beginning of the week, what I'm going to eat on Thursday, then I, I'm prepped enough in my refrigerator that it's already like that I'll go yeah. home and I can do it right away. So it's like food is never like a thing that I worry too much about yeah. or think about too much. My, it's really funny, though. My I think sometimes the other way, because Trey, seven year old Trey, my son. He wants to go to Applebee's, and Applebee's is like to me is on my top like three list of like places the not enemy, to go. The enemy. It's like the enemy. They. I remember it was like two, six, seven years ago. They put out this <coughs> burger. I think it was. It was like I don't even remember what it was called. And it, all I know is that when you get, the burger was like twelve hundred calories. It was like literally like twelve hundred calories. And I'm like, I was like, are you? Joke it and, and what you get to have today is that burger, <laughs> yeah, it. seriously. And um, but it's like, I'm like, can you imagine once again standing, standing and clapping to the uh <clears throat> marketing people because they can they can literally take that burger and say it's whatever Applebee's sunshine burger, whatever 1200 calories, and they're telling you it's 1200 calories, and people are still going to the place to eat it, mm. yeah. I'm like, Jeez. I'm like, come on, they crazy, can, right? Right, you know, um. But like, so that's my, uh, so now I have to think about 
going to Applebee's. And what I would possibly eat at Applebee's. <laughs> you would have water. Yeah, water. <laughs> water. Maybe some ice cubes. Put a lemon in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know about that lemon. <laughs> yeah. That might just put you over the edge. We have like a few places we got to bring them. We got to, because we got to go to the uh, hibachi. We got to mm. bring in the hibachi grill. Cause, but it, it's really funny because I'm like, we're going to bring them there. We <laughs> can eat anything I there. Know, yeah. He will eat anything <laughs> that they have. So we'll eat. He will not eat anything there. So uh, that's a. a Think, but I but it's fun yeah that's fun mm-hmm. um, so so start small huh start small but I think you really need to think about the what clutter is costing you okay. and what's the cost of clutter right so the first thing my, my brain time right time how many times have you gone and looked for your keys or gone and looked for a pair of shoes mm-hmm. or looked for something and it always happens right before you're ready to go somewhere mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because yeah, of course. because it's either in the clutter or or you don't have my keys go into the same place when mm-hmm. i get home all mm-hmm. the time so i know my keys are always going to be there so i'm never looking for my keys okay now my cell phone on the other hand that can be a problem <laughs> because you know the things attached to my hip and wherever i am is that's where it ends up but i think we need to think about the time that you lose because because of clutter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I would say the, the, the time and the stress it causes, I would say. Right. The, the, yeah. I can buy the time thing. It's it's true. And it's I think of that with... Uh, yours isn't bad, but like I think about that with purses all the time. Like with bags. Like That's ladies it. Ladies' bags. I don't... I don't do anything but it's, that. It's so funny whenever like some like the, the wife loses something, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I never lose. It's like my stuff because it's in my pockets. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking. Yeah, these two things. <laughs> no, always know where my junk is. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's a different story. Yeah, um, Joe doesn't always know where his stuff is, and it literally drives me crazy. I because blame. it's usually right before he's got to go somewhere, and then you know things go like this, it's not flying. What's Where's he wear my for stuff? pants? What's he wear for pants? So you wear sweatpants jeans. more jeans, no, jeans. jeans. I was gonna say I blame sweatpants for like people, yeah. for boys losing yeah. stuff because like if you you know if you're wearing sweatpants all the time then you're not yeah. like but jeans bam you know yeah. that wallet's right there. <laughs> so so my advice would be when you're when you're at home and thinking about you know how much time does it cost you because because of clutter, then you know when you get home from work. You know how you get home from work and you're tired and you take your coat off and your coat lands in this chair or your shoes, you know, are usually beside the couch or something okay. like that I or get something like that. You know, it takes <laughs> literally minutes or not even any minutes because you got to take them off to begin with. Mm-hmm. We'll take them off in the place where they belong. Mm-hmm. Just change your mindset a little bit and say, okay, come in, keys go here, shoes go in where the shoes belong. Coat goes where the coat belongs, and just those three things alone mm-hmm. will save you time in the long run because you're not running and searching for things, especially when you're getting ready to go somewhere, because then that's where stress right, is going to sure. grab you in the butt. I get a kick out of we have so we have older kids and we have Trey, who's the younger kid, and uh, so we have the we had this like I don't know five six year break where like there wasn't any young purse people around really, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's funny having Trey around again at the at this age because like uh, like it, it, you know because he comes in he'll come in 
Shoes. It's the kid trail. <laughs> it's like I'm like, and then like looking over, and he's got like his pants up on yeah. the couch and stuff, and you're like, what's yeah. happening? But you know what? Now's the time to train him. Now's the time to teach him because then it'll become a lasting habit for him. Now's really? the time. Yeah, yeah, don't you have something? Don't you have 20s and stuff? Well, 20s, evidently, I, I wasn't as smart then as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> you do learn a few things when you get older. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, uh, I, I think, I, I honestly think, and I really mean this. I think like you can train your kids all you want, mm-hmm. and I think until they get to like out on their own, they don't learn anything. No. What's the, that's yeah. when they finally learn it is when they're on their own. Like, yeah, oh, I can hear my dad. Hey, where is that person that yeah. used to pick up all this junk? <laughs> I can hear my dad. Why do you have to use five glasses in a day? <laughs> right. You know when you can just use one. I literally was saying that the other day. <laughs> That's like right? the, that's that commercial, right? With a guy in the elevator. That's like my favorite thing. That commercial. The, oh, um, what, I don't remember. I don't even know what the commercial was for. Um, honestly, it's like insurance or something, right? But the guys that they're it maybe they're on the elevator and yeah. you feel like no, everybody else is facing that. Way. We actually did that the other day. It was so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Yep. Okay, now turn around. Yeah, and they're like at the they're at the football game and they're, they're like pre-planning they're leaving and stuff so it's great it's good it's true. it's true okay the other thing the other cost is money yeah money's well, a big one you know it's um, like a penalty you pay a penalty for clutter yes because say you know i like to to build things and make things and and all that and i'll go oh where is that yeah cool tool or that thing you bought for golf mm-hmm. right i need that mm-hmm. and because it didn't go back to where it quote should go mm-hmm. right either by myself or someone else and i get frustrated you know start throwing things around because i can't find this one thing that i need for this thing and so what do you do you go buy another one yeah sure yeah right you go buy another I would one i'd say in golf it's pretty safe because everything yeah. goes in the bag and yeah. that goes in your trunk. So I've never lost anything golf-wise. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever lost anything. Except, except I sometimes lose my uh, um, divot, like the divot tool. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. Especially like so, guys and guys and tools. Yeah, all guys and tools. the time. Yeah, yep. where's that ten millimeter, boys? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go to the store and get some more. Yeah. Like yeah. that's it's actually a joke. I, I do do woodworking, and um, so. And I'm on a couple of different woodworking forums, and they, there's like a, there's all these jokes about you know oh I, I built this and then it'll be like beautiful and then the comments will be so how many things did you buy yeah exactly <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like oh, I, I saved three thousand dollars building this because my wife wanted this yeah. and they're like how much did you spend on tools four thousand yeah so <laughs> you know even stuff for the yard like yard work and stuff like that you know I'll be like where did I put this or where did I put that and I'm like ah yeah and then I just you know give up right go buy another one so if it yeah so and if then it's where it's you know the second you get home what do you find mm-hmm. the thing mm-hmm. right now you get to right it. so now you have time now you have money and you already touched the on the last one which is stress mm-hmm. right like yeah. you said we're, we're we should be buying things that you know enhance our lives but unfortunately it's a temporary fix but the stress that it adds because then you start thinking about the money and you start thinking about the time and then you have all the stress because you know you keep walking by whatever it is that you either a project you didn't finish right. or or things along those lines and the stress becomes overwhelming to the point where a lot of people 
it's easier to not do anything. Yep. Yeah. I've, yeah. Because the whole idea of doing it is is way too much. I would say <clears throat> here's my uh, my recipe. So uh, so think about how to start small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and this is for me too because mm-hmm. like this is uh, like this is what my wife wants to do. She starts small. I'm like it's something like I said to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that. So I, I like I, I need to take what you're saying, but and what what Gordon is telling me is we need to start small and do little by little, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then um, and then play golf. Right, but start with your mindset first instead of thinking about golf. how overwhelming and, and sucky it is to have to do that. Think about the reward at the end, and try to re re reframe how you're thinking about it so that the reward at the end is better. Yeah, I mean, for me, the reward is clear mind. Exactly. I already know the reward. Yeah. yeah. The reward is easy for yeah. me. Which I think is why you and I are kind of on the same thing. Like, I see that reward. Yeah. And I'm just going to do me it all. Too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah, going to rush to that yeah. end. Yeah. So I don't, I don't do small yeah. at all. But yeah. a lot of people don't. They Succeed. can't get past it, right? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I like, and this was from... Um, Oh, this book I read, it was The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, Okay. right? And so she talks a lot about, like, say say this pen, right? If you look at this pen and it doesn't give you an overwhelming sense of joy, then get rid of it. Yeah. So if you're looking at things in your house that you've had forever and if it's not giving you any, you know, strong positive emotion, then remove it. Mm-hmm. Because then that's one less thing that clutters your mind because you might not think it outwardly like, you know, like like this pen, but your subconscious does. Mm-hmm. So get rid of it, right? And then if you bring something in, take something out. Mm-hmm. So I've taught myself, like if I buy, buy a new pair of shoes or if I buy a new shirt or a dress or something, I before I go buy it, I get rid of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So my closet doesn't keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It stays the same. Luckily for me, I'm a... I'm a dad. I don't really buy anything for me. Right. Yeah. Well, you buy shoes. That's no, what I don't. You buy shoes. No, I don't. This, well, you have, have shoes, right? I have. <laughs> um, I haven't bought shoes in a while. Okay. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll cut you some slack. Uh, but I'm, it's more like be. It's more like so. I like you got nobody on the podcast and see this, but I'm holding up my running shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, the problem is, is, I these are my running shoes. They, I need a new pair of running shoes because mm-hmm. these have seen like five or six too many, miles. Too many runs. Um, <clears throat> and I have, I buy the exact same running shoes every single time mm-hmm. because they work. And I have a pair at home, the exact same shoes. Those are my mowing shoes. So I have to decide, do these get demoted to my mowing shoes? Oh, I know. <laughs> and then you have two pair of mowing shoes. <laughs> yeah. And you only need one, right? right? Yeah, I, so I was going through that the other day struggling. because my other sneakers... That I was using to, you know, work out, um, are now relegated to outside, yeah. you know, wood, you know, yard yard shoes. But then under my bed, I have two other pair of yard shoes that were relegated down. They got demoted. So, what those? so now those are you dishwashing? I need shoes? to be out. Right. They need to go away. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen to my, yeah. my mowing shoes. Mm-hmm. Poor guys. Yeah. 
Well, I have like eight different cleats too. Because I have cleats <laughs> for every single thing. I have like, yeah. I'm pretty soon I'm going to probably, like, maybe we'll take a pickleball and I'll pickleball cleats or something too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, um, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's decluttering 101. Yep. yep. All right. Good luck so, out there, everyone. Yeah. Uh, have fun getting rid of things. Okay. We'll be, uh, we'll try to get back next week with, uh, some more advice.